Hello, welcome, happy new year from everyone at the Tuesday Night Movie Club. This is, of course, the last Tuesday Night Movie Club ever. But don't worry, we'll be back with a Monday Night Movie Club uh, in a couple of weeks. But before that, I should introduce the two people. My name is John Rain, and joining me to talk about Rocky Four are two men who aren't afraid to box clever. And uh, (laughs) I have have been in a few rings in their time. It's Dr. Dean Burnett. Yeah, that, fair enough. Dan Thomas. <laughs> Hello. Mm. I must break you. There you yeah, go. Did you say Dr. Yes, Dean Burnett or was it just Dean Burnett now? I said Dr. Dean Burnett. Okay, yeah. good, good. I, was, I, I didn't hear it. I was just making sure because I didn't well, I respect. think that he'd been... Yeah. Experiment. I got a bronze swimming certificate. You never mentioned that. <laughs> I've only just found out. I will in future. <laughs> and you know I will. And you know what you call that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so this whole time you've been a wet mechanic. Oh, I get it. oh my God, he's right. Plot well, I wasn't twist. fixing a car under there. In fact, it was only a bronze one. I wasn't doing great, to be entirely oh, honest with you. That's silver, is it? <laughs> yeah. The top of a bike tyre, that's bronze. It's still on the podium, though, isn't it? <laughs> Underwater podium. There's only three of us. Mm. <laughs> right, how is everyone? Happy New Year. Happy, all right, New, happy New, New Year to you all. Oh, we're all good. All going we're well. We're all good. I think. We're all good. Um... We, we unfortunately because of the weather we can't be at the uh, international schlong contest this this week but no. i'm sure we might revisit there at some point <sighs> i just couldn't be bothered to do it to be honest <laughs> it didn't sound like the most enthusiastic promise there but uh, no. i'm fine with that i'm fine yeah i think everyone work hard for your schlongs john it was a 20 2022 thing it's so last year yeah. now old hat mm. the old hat contest is next year <laughs> That's what I call mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking about Rocky Four. So have you, I take it you've both seen Rocky Four before? Four. Weirdly, Rocky Four was the first Rocky film I ever saw. I think a lot of uh, people due to, that. Yeah, due to the, the various uh, TV schedules in my father's video collection. Um, mm. And I thought all Rocky was like this. Mm. So when I saw one of the earlier films later, I was baffled, disappointed, yeah. slash surprised, slash relieved. I don't know. It was a weird experience. It's a weird order to watch them in. Yeah, it is. We're going backwards, aren't we? In many ways, mm. like Stallone yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he plays Rocky. I didn't see the Rockies until well into my 30s, weirdly. And wow. uh, I, yeah, I don't know how I missed it. I'd seen bits of it. But I have seen this now because it feels like every time I'm staying in a hotel, fucking Rocky <laughs> Four is on. Mm. And I watch it every mm. time. And every time I watch it, I, 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 I keep thinking it can't be what I think it is. <laughs> which is an 82 minute montage yeah. <laughs> broken up by people looking at each other yeah this is a 90 minute trailer for a film that doesn't fucking exist 
That's exactly what happened as well. Because yeah. you were watching ahead of me in the WhatsApp, and you kept saying, this can't be just 40 minutes of montage, and our Dan's doing his comedy exaggerations. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no, no. It, it this this was definitely serious, Dan Thomas. So, yeah, <laughs> somebody did the stats of synergy. Have I got the... Yeah. I look at the number? 30, yeah. 31% of this yeah. film. 31.9% of this film is montages. This yeah. is... Yeah. Insanity. Montage is a film that happened earlier in the film. Yeah, yeah. So. And also, it's only about 85 minutes long. It's, it, I think it is exactly 90 minutes long. Oh, is it 90? The, yeah. the full stats are. Mm. Yeah. The whole film, 31.9. But in the, during the second half of the film, or the last 50 minutes, it is approximately 50% montage. That's and the thing is, I don't think they're counting some of the things that definitely are a montage as a montage to get that number. Mm-hmm. They go, yeah. oh, well, the fight scene's sort of not a montage. No, it isn't. It's amazing. <laughs> the film spends an hour and 10 minutes getting to the bit you always want in a Rocky film, which is which is the fight. And then for some reason they've gone, oh, we'll just show the highlights. Yeah. Like you're watching the boxing after the main news. Right? <laughs> the bit, the only, it's a bit like... It's like doing a car chase in the Fast and the Furious. They go anyway. Here's roughly what happened. <laughs> yeah, here's a highlight three. Two Edwards yeah. going to describe. Oh, I love it at the end of a Fast and Furious film. We just cut to a man with a big red book with Fast and Furious written on it, and you just slowly close it. <laughs> and there was a car chase. <laughs> Good night. I just, I just realised this film is made up of mostly of montages of earlier in the film. This film is, is a David Bellamy. It's basically sucking itself off. Spectacular <laughs> yeah. fashion. Yeah. Really strange. There's recycling, and then there's this. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish yeah. it had ended like David Bellamy. <laughs> well, the man is well done. Well, to be honest, the speech to Gorbachev basically is that as well, isn't it? So. Well, yeah, there, there's. Yeah, he really is having a big wank over the flag. Yeah. Well, we, Instead we, of himself, which we, is the David Bellamy. Oh, we get there. Sorry. <laughs> this film has a lot of flag wanking. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we start with. Uh, at the end of the previous film. <laughs> yeah, the film starts with mm. the previous film. Yeah. <laughs> it's already Which doesn't really have any bearing. No. Does it? No. I think, if, if I'm being generous, I think it's a show that him and Apollo are definitely friends. Because if you've... Again, if you're Just like me... friends, by the way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> friends who get sweaty and naked together. Quite mm. often, it turns mm. out. But, but if you're like me, you came in, you know, this is the first film you've seen... I guess that does help a bit to show these guys are friends, but Ding. yeah, no. If you watch this for the first time, I'm sure because you don't see Adrian until about ten minutes in. Mm. You'll be like, "Well, mm. these two guys are definitely married." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. especially when when he put yeah, exactly. It's lovely when Apollo Creed puts his gum shield in, looks him dead in the eyes, and says, "Ding, ding." Mm. It's just you know, <laughs> I think, like, like Leslie Phillips. Like, yeah, it was it was lovely. Yeah, and and they have that lovely banter. Hmm. Which I started writing yeah. and then realised that I would die one day and I, what, what was I doing with my time? Yeah, you'd get that. You'd, you'd ironically montage your life and then see that moment and then go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Why am I writing down bad dialogue from 1987? There's some terrible dialogue in this. It's, it's awful, isn't it? And yeah. Also, one thing that really bothered me hmm. yeah, until the obvious scene um, hmm. was it with Apollo Creed. He keeps calling Rocky Stallion, as in the Italian Stallion. That's hmm. it. But his name's Rocky. You don't need a nickname when your name is Rocky. And it's it's a true. Really awkward nickname. Yeah, I, I guess it's hey, just. Oh, you know what? I've never questioned what? that. Is Rocky a nickname or is Rocky his name? I don't think we ever know. Either way, you know, if you, your mm. name's Rocky and you're Rocky and Apollo, you don't need nicknames if your names are Rocky and Apollo. It's true. I'm just sorry. That's not how nicknames work. You don't just take the name and make it's it. It's like if you were friends yeah. with Benny Hill and kept calling him Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> My name's Benny. <laughs> 
Um, oh, we do find out. You're right, Rocky is his nickname. I just looked it up. Hmm. What's his real name? His, his actual name, Rob. No. <laughs> Rob Balboa. Yeah, it's right here. Robbie Rob, Balboa. <laughs> Robert Rocky Balboa, also known by his ring name, the Italian Stallion. But Rocky's his ring name. Oh. <laughs> he's got more names that's like, that's like, that's like, oh yeah, well he's called Rocky, but then in the ring, there's another slightly smaller ring, and when he gets in that, he's the Italian Stallion. <laughs> Like a Russian dollar nicknames. Yeah. Oh, and when you get in that, there's another little nickname, and it's called the Italian Man. We It mm. got silly by then. <laughs> yeah. It's called yeah. Luigi. Oh, this film's more complicated than yeah. I'd first imagined. Yeah. Um, it's, surprisingly, for a film which which involves, uh, spoiler, the end of the Cold War, not yeah. a lot happens, does it? Other no. than... Bond Nothing happens. Bad I'm sure you, you get the sense that stuff happens, but then nothing happens. Because like, it's, it's not a film. It's not a film. Apparently the first cut of this was two and a half hours long. Yes. And he said there's too much happening in that. Do you mean fucking anything? Mm. Was anything happening? And he goes, yeah, we kind of that. I think... like I'm going to stand on a hill. That was, I think an hour of that was Duke playing chess with that Russian guard. Oh, I love that bit. It's obviously just like a really long, drawn out. That was a montage as well. My favourite bit. Just them playing chess. Mm. Yeah. Um, bit of a metaphor there. Yeah. Not the best joke. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the Rocky goes home. Lost my powers, 2023. To see his very un-Italian yeah. son filming him. <laughs> who gets Did very Italian. Was, was the in the next film? film? Yeah, the next film's played by his son, Sage. That's but he's right, not... Yeah. This isn't, this isn't this Sage. One. No, this is Andy. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Sadly, we didn't have time to make the other one. God bless you, sir. God thank bless you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so we're we rushing home because it's it's Uncle Paulie's party. His Ooh, rushing home. Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah. Posh out of it. Moscow. Which is the most tragic fucking party I've ever seen in my fucking <laughs> life. Yes. What do you mean? It's brilliant. He's like, where's my sports uh, yeah. car rock? I've got a little hat on and no one likes. They even say to his face, no one likes you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the point of the gift, isn't it? She says, since and you haven't got any friends, well. we got you one. Like, well, fucking, I'll just kill him. He said, they gone, why, why haven't you invited <laughs> any of my many friends? Because I'm quite high up in the re- money rich business of boxing. Why aren't I doing something with everyone else? I mean, I. Uh, we were going to do that, but we thought we'd stare right in your face and say we don't <laughs> fucking like you and buy you a terrifying robot, you old cunt. I should point out, and I, I really don't want to say this, but in the first film, um, um, uh, uh, Paulie is a meatpacker. <laughs> you know what? Mm. And regardless of any of the connotations of that, I bet he was happier. He was happier. He was beating up Adrian a lot, mm. so that's fun. Um, yeah, mm. so that they bring him a robot, and the music's no, like, yeah, this is where the to beat up Adrian <laughs> for him. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> it sounds like he hasn't got a voice box. <laughs> He's like, it's what? fucking terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. It looks like a giant fucking beetle. Mm. Uh, what is the thinking behind this robot? I mean, it's included in this film. What? Okay. Is oh, oh do you, the actual, the actual story. Hmm. The actual story. Uh, yeah. Sylvester Stallone was was in preparation to make Rocky Four. He was at a party, and as a joke, they had a robot waiter, and he said, "I sh- I want everyone to see this robot waiter. I'm going to put him in my film." That is the, all the logic. People need to see this in my working class drama. Okay. The robot was created by International Robotics Incorporated in New York City. The robot's voice was that of company CEO Robert Dornick. 
The robot is identified That's... by its engineers as Seiko and was a member of the Screen Actors Guild. After Rocky IV, it toured with James Brown. Right. You said that before in the thing that was is in Dr. Detroit, and I assumed mm. that was just a piss-take joke, but that actually no, happened, right? That actually happened, yeah. He went on tour with James right. Brown. Okay. <laughs> That's really... That... We... I'm going to ask this right now. <laughs> As someone who's been in show business for coming up to 20 years, uh-huh. what was that fucking robot's act? Yeah. <laughs> It says Robert Dornick was the founder of the robotics and the voice of the robot. He commented that Stallone cut all of the robot scenes and their director's cut to save money on royalty fees that were given to him each time the film's shown. Oh my god. Because yeah. in the director's so introduced... cut that came out last year or the year before, he cut all the robot out. Which, by all accounts, is a pretty good cut. Yeah, I don't want to see it though. Well, well why not? Because this is for. Because he, because well, the montage, isn't it? Because <coughs> the first cut was two and a half hours long. Mm. What he's done is gone. Oh, maybe that was the good stuff. Mm. So the, just to put it in context, this film that we have just sat through, forty <laughs> percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The new cut, eighty three. Oh, there you go. I still so, don't want to see it though. Why not? Well, what else is they going to put in? It's quite a tight film, apart from all the montage. Forty three percent of all the good stuff. <laughs> what do we want to see? Forty three percent more of. Plot. There isn't well, I was going to say the robot. Character development. Happen, so. I was going to say I want 43, 43 minutes more of the robot. Maybe he's got a big dick or something. Well, I, I felt when you said there's something happened in this film, I think there's a parallel film going on with this robot, and all, all it gets up to it is antics. Like in, um, oh, like, like I checked the last film. We think there's a separate film going on with the guy who runs the oh, costume shop. There is a, there is a subplot going on here because if you notice that Paulie changes the voice to a lady. Oh, I, yeah. mean, I think we all agree he definitely fucks the robot, right? He fucks the robot. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's unquestioned, right? It's got a little flashlight at the back. I want a, <laughs> I want the director's cut to feature a scene where Rocky's going to bed. You know that bit where he's bringing Adrian that beautiful cake of them fighting in the ring? I want him to walk yeah. past Paulie yeah, and report yeah. just be like, oh, 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 on the back of the robot <laughs> for ages. Hey, Rocky, you're going to fuck that cake? No, no. <laughs> no, why, why would I do that? I'm going to fuck the cake. <laughs> <laughs> the guy in the shop said it's a snake and it definitely won't bite you. Hey, your brother's fucking a robot next door. <laughs> yeah, I always say he's fucking a robot. Yeah, that'd be amazing. He's, he's Rocky walking, <laughs> walking past going, well, I'm glad we didn't get him that blender now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the lady's voice. <laughs> Rocky, I keep telling you, every time you get, whatever you get, Paulie, he will fucking fuck <laughs> it. The bit I liked, the bit I liked. That's why he went to the sports car. <laughs> is when they're going to blow out the candles. Rocky Junior, I think he's called, isn't he? I think the kid. Yeah. He sprays <laughs> yeah, Paulie with his cream, <laughs> and the robot Sorry. says, "Don't worry, Paulie, I'll clean it up." And I'm thinking, how are you going to do that? You can't move any arms. <laughs> it's, no. it's got no articulation. It's no. just, just, just like two rods up and down. It's, just it's a like, very 80s robot. He'd come back later thinking, well, at least that robot's cleaned up the thing. And it'd just be going slowly backwards and forwards, bumping into the table, going, can't <laughs> clean. <laughs> Kill, me. See, that's, Kill me. This is all stuff that should be in the 43 minutes extra. <laughs> yeah, the robot breaking down. <laughs> I just come down, the robot's jerking off to nuts and bolts pictures. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bust a nut. Uh. Don't tell anyone this This. This nut and bolt is six years old. <laughs> Sometimes a guy gets lonely. <laughs> the laws of robotics say I cannot harm a human, but I can ruin their fucking rug. 
<laughs> what are you doing? Protecting the innocent, holding <laughs> the law, serving the public trust. Four is classified, which means masturbating over pictures yeah. of nuts and bolts. Yeah. <laughs> Paulie said it was okay. So, ro- ro- as I say, Rocky brings Adrian a, a shit cake and a snake watch. Even if it looks like a snake, it won't budge you. The man in the shop told me. She's like, I know, it's an inanimate object, Rocky. It's <laughs> fine. Rocky, I wasn't really worried about that. <laughs> and he goes, oh. even after all these years, you know, everything still feels new, you know? She's like, oh, yeah, you're, a, you're a drag, mate. You're just a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. You've clearly got short-term memory loss. Mm. <laughs> you have been punched in the head far too much. <sighs> And, and they're having a lovely time. Meanwhile, we cut to Ivan Drago arriving in the US. Well, this is weird, right? Mm. Is this a thing? Did this happen during the Cold War? No. Don't think so. Might do. Write in if it did. To, what, um, Russians coming over to fight? I don't know. But Russians are like... Uh, well, doing exhibition was, bouts. Yeah, but I was mm. thinking more the fact that they turn up and they've got a lab there. I mean, did, did the US let Russians build a lab in their own <coughs> turf? Well, maybe they, they just bring like a truck like in Knight Rider. Yeah, guess it's yeah. pretty big. But... All right, fine, fine. It's, it's not, it's not the, the the most distracting thing about this film. <laughs> I'll no, say that. I, I I give this a pass because it's trying yeah. to make a point about the Russians being dirty bastards, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, the Russians are dirty bastards. <laughs> Here in America, we train properly, and we're not on steroids. You, yeah, you, look at him. Yeah, look at these people learning science. We just mm. got in the back room and had beef. Mm. <laughs> Can I, does anyone know anything and, about boxing? And that's when Paulie goes, yeah, that's what I've been doing all day. Shut up, Paulie. <laughs> i got a robot that does it now. Yeah. I've been hitting some uh, metal beef. <laughs> do you think that Sylvester Stallone looks way too small to be a heavyweight? He does next to... Next to um, Drago. Drago, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Dolph it's like He's like a foot taller than him. It looks really wrong. Yeah, yeah. I do have that one note just from a boxing point of view. Somebody goes, look at the size. The commentator's going, look at the size of that Russian. Yeah, he probably is in a different weight category. Yes, much <laughs> yeah. So they shouldn't be fighting at all. No. This is yeah. like Paul Daniels versus Jeff Capes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, just... again, I really want to see that now. I know it's oh, not. That would be amazing. <laughs> Jeff Capes going, I'm going to fucking pull you out of my sleeve. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't quite know what it means. I'm going to rip you up like a phone book. <laughs> oh, just like that. <laughs> oh. I yeah. Paul would probably tag in Debbie and she'd kick him in the balls or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Don't know how to do that. Just Paul can release some buddies from his sleeve and he'll get distracted and then he can oh. just hit him with a chair. Mm, flags of all nations. Mm. And then he just gets thumped. Oh, my fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is Paul Daniels the British Wallace Shawn? Oh. There's a I lot thought Alan Bennett's the British Wallace Shawn. I think because John can do an impression of both. That's all I've got. To be oh, I, <laughs> yeah. I can't really do Wallace Shawn. We've done it plenty of times. I know, but yeah. I can't do it. Uh, I have a go. I don't think, if you call his bank pretending to be him, I don't think you can get away with it, but it's a pretty good approximation. <laughs> made two say, mistakes, yeah. my bank. <laughs> Never start a land war in Asia and always send my checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> See, rubbish. Um, yeah, so Drago arrives and he's looking to fight Balboa, is what he wants to do. And then they give him a demonstration of, his, of all technology and he says, whatever he hits, he destroys. After hitting the thing three times and not destroying it, yeah. I'll say that. I thought that was the reporter, I would say that as well, but he hasn't broken that, so <laughs> you're talking out your ass. <laughs> I can't imagine a political journalist talk like that. He's talking shit, mate. <laughs> to the president of Russia. <laughs> so they want to fight. Absolute bollocks. Chitty reckon? This is the point where you should sit. I'd get in the pool with Apollo here and just say, look around you, mate. Look, you're playing 
fetch with a lovely little Labrador. Mm. You're in a beautiful swimming pool. You're watching telly from your bar that you've got set up next to your pool. Don't go and fight a big giant no. Russian bloke. No, I, I always wanted that. I wanted a poolside bar. Oh, I imagine. Don't know why. I, just, I, I find that the ultimate decadence. <laughs> you should you should insist on that for your next uh, advance for your next book. <laughs> no, nobody. I just want a poolside bar. <laughs> I just want have a you got a pool? No. <laughs> no you just yeah. want you the bar. Say, Turn, look, turns out I have two requests. Mm. I want a pool <laughs> and a bar next to it. We could give you a bar with a bucket in front. How's that sound? Well, as long as you get me a pool, you you you'd have lots of use for a, a heated pool, wouldn't you, in Wales? <laughs> yes, yes, and a bucket. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can think of three uses for a bucket right yeah. now. It's on my list. So yeah, basically, uh, hashtag get Dean a pool <laughs> or a bucket. You know, trending poolside bar. I want the bar first. I'll want... build the pool around it. How's that sound? I want you to be introduced on radio and, and joining us next on uh, the, the the myriad of the mind on Radio Four, Doctor Dean Burnett, who's actually looking for a new pool. <laughs> And a bar. <laughs> so, Dean, what is it you're on the programme to talk about this week? Well, many people don't realise that in Wales we haven't got many swimming pools. So, my new book is called I'd Like a Pool. <laughs> <laughs> and I've co-written it with Michael Barrymore. I would have to take your fair now. <laughs> Shit in hell. That's quite a career diversion. It is, it is. Well, you, you write a book every ten minutes, so there's going to be a stinker there somewhere, isn't there? I'm going to run out of ideas eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Go through the list of people who I'll collaborate with and I get to Barrymore. It's, al- <laughs> it's alphabetical. You've done literally everyone else. It's, it's, you start off with, um, uh, I don't know, Bruce Arena, the US soccer coach, and you end with Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Mm. Easy, yeah. So, yeah, so you want, they want to fight oh, Balboa, but obviously. On this bit, mm, I was just say, like, mm. when you watch on Amazon Prime, if you uh, mm. pause on the Apollo throwing the ball to the dog scene, they say it's mm. a hilarious bit of uh, out, uh, incontinuity. Oh, right. Yeah, he's throwing the balls to his dog, so he throws them all. But when the camera cuts back to him, he's watching the news, he's got two balls in his hand. Oh, well, uh, well, well, well we'd all do well that. Well, we're flagging up, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> uh. He's got his hand down his pants. He's more of a baseball coach than a boxer. <laughs> hey, Stallion, I'm just checking for lumps. I think we should cut that bit out. It's just... We need <laughs> to... Range, you know. this, this film needs to flow quicker. We could be putting a montage here. Sorry. What if I touch my balls while you play a heavy rock song? Yeah, that's, that'll work. That's fine. As long as you do it, yeah. the camera keeps clacking to you yeah. thinking about your knob. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you back. rub your balls, don't worry, it'll feel weird, but we're going to put Stan Bush over it. What? No, <laughs> that came out wrong. Uh, Can you log in? Spanish flea. That sounds worse. <laughs> Did you read that the, uh, the song um, The Glory of Love, that was the big hit, it was a song from Karate Kid 2, was originally written for this film? Do not know that, no. Yeah, I am the knight who will fight for your honor. Ah, yes, that one. Yeah, it was correct. I mean, too. most fucking films were interchangeable during this three-year period <laughs> in the mid-80s. Well, also, I'm pretty sure that the uh, You're the Best was meant for a Rocky film as well. I think it was for Gandhi, that one. Yeah, it was Gandhi. <laughs> I think it's got the Rocky energy. I, I think it was for Bert Rigby or a fool. Or... Fucking imagine if Gandhi 4 was Gandhi fighting Drago. <laughs> well, no, Gandhi, no, Gandhi 4 would have been... Who was Prime Minister in 1947? Uh, Ch- Churchill? Yeah, just, it's just him fighting Churchill. Hmm. And at the end, he goes, maybe if I can stop fighting, we can be friends. 
I can't do the voice. No, that was my can't. Churchill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must break you. <laughs> I must break you on the beaches. Hmm. That's very good. And then Rocky Five, he has to train the elephant man. <laughs> and then he gets approached. Elephant man gets taken on by Don King. I like the idea. He punches the elephant man so hard mm. that he then just has a normal face. Yeah, <laughs> looks beautiful at the end. <laughs> Richard Gear. <laughs> then a little gerbil pops out. Uh, good. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Imagine that. Rocky. I mean, Gandhi Five. This time it's personal. Yeah, he'd be like <laughs> Don King going, "Hey, Joseph Merrick, that that uh, Gandhi Balboa don't respect you. Come join me. <laughs> he's been so kind. Yeah, but he don't respect. He keeps you in the basement." <laughs> John Merrick's brother sells all his all his <laughs> circus oh, yeah. money and he has to move back into a shack. <laughs> he has to go back uh... and live with Freddie Jones and get beaten with <laughs> with sticks. <laughs> yeah, it's where I came from, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's about time. Hey, Elephant Man, welcome back. <laughs> Just give a cheer in. Hey, we'll be back. Here he comes. What I will say it's is, I love the fact. Head. Sorry. Earlier on, we were very much like, oh, there's not going to be a lot to talk about this one. We're four <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> and we haven't even got to a montage yet. No. True. Um, so Apollo comes to see Rocky and says he wants to fight Drago. He goes, mm. he's big, he's strong, but he's an amateur and I can beat him. Yeah, it's, it's, and then it's, it's tell this arc about him feeling like he's too old and wants to regain his youth. And, <laughs> so that and, is uh, my favourite bit in the yeah. whole film. But Go on. Apollo's like, I can beat him. I know I can rock. And then he has to stop when that fucking robot comes in and he goes, Here, Polly, here's your beard. He goes, What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when he throws him off, doesn't and then Polly goes, It's my girl. <laughs> Rock, he Rocky's, definitely has sex with Is he all right? <laughs> no, no, he's not. Uh, and then he has to go. He has to say this, right? After all the thanks for my beer, darling, and the robot goes away. You're the best, Polly. And then Apollo literally says this, uh, as I was saying. Then carries on with his dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's a different film happening. It was just absolutely occasionally intrusive. Polly's doing reason. his own version of weird science with the robot. <laughs> yeah. He's reenacting the Jetsons, the mm. sort of smutty version. <laughs> yeah, the jet, the Jettisons. <laughs> Because <laughs> well, I, I watched this again, it's the first one I've seen, and I, I said this when we watched Polly, uh, Polly, <laughs> Rocky Five. Mm. I, I don't understand what Polly's for. Like, what, why is he in this? No, as I say, in the first film, he's very much a waste sort of, of space. <laughs> the first film, he's very much an antagonist. He's really, he's for. He thinks Rocky's great, but he really hates his sister and hates that they get together, and he's horrible. He's the Kylo yeah. Ren of the series. He is. He is. Yeah. But he's such a sort of. Arsehole character, but then forget that Bert Young, like, when he's in Mickey Blue Eyes, is radically different, doesn't he? he was, uh, uh, yeah, he's horrible, <laughs> actually quite good, it turns out. Bert Young was, a, he was great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think in this one, it's just like, ah, uh, you know what? People, <laughs> the thing is, bear in mind, people didn't maybe watch things as regular as we do, like mm. maybe it's just <laughs> cinema, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> um. That you wouldn't necessarily have seen Rocky a bunch of times because you wait because you saw it in the cinema. You maybe didn't have a VHS player. You waited till it was on TV and maybe you didn't see it then. You yeah. don't remember that he was a horrible sister beating fuck in the first yeah, one. Yeah, you think no. he's an adorable little Italian man. Well, also he has a bit of a character arc <laughs> in the third one, doesn't he? Because he starts off hating Rocky that he's become so famous, and in the end joins his training team. 
And he's like, you're you're all right, Rock. And this one, he has a similar thing as well. In the end, he says to him, I used to think you're a real piece of garbage, and now I think you're the greatest. You're the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, Rock, and you gave me a robot that next me do her up the anus. <laughs> no other woman's ever let me do her up the anus. Say, Paulie, that's not a woman, just so you know. Well, it's another time of the place. You know? <laughs> also, the warranty on it has gone for a button if you've opened up the back. Yeah. Don't don't unscrew that back bell. Yeah. <laughs> if it breaks, you're you're gonna have to fix that yourself. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think there's enough WD forty in the world to sort that out. Hey Paulie, you've sort of you've sort of Shawshank redemption that robot if you know what I mean. <laughs> um it used to be a Cadillac, just so you know. <laughs> he fucked it into a robot shit. Yeah. Is that what yeah. Right, okay. It's actually a transformer. He keeps ringing Optimus Prime at night going, get, get me out of here. I'm getting yeah. pumped through all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Last night he, he put a roofie in my drink. I'm a robot. <laughs> Optimus Prime's like, hold firm, sex robot. <laughs> We'll free you soon when the when the Decepticons have been captured. How long's that? I've been here for a month. I wasn't a sex robot when you sent me. Yeah, yeah. I, I turned into a Hoover. <coughs> I'm meant to be Starscream. I mean, granted, I am at night. <laughs> I would say that's what I've been doing. Brown Starscream, they call me now. On the chat, on the chat I surrender. Yeah. <coughs> Just, just hold, hold firm. Once the Russian Empire falls, we can catch the Decepticons. Yeah, but how long's that? Give me a rough ETA because yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm getting because better. I am not to put this in to put this in terms you understand. I am currently a category D. Right? <laughs> I, I tried to introduce some dirty jokes, but I'm John is the Ivan Drago of blue, so, <laughs> so I, I, I resigned. So, Rocky and Apollo watch an old fight. Their, mm. their old fight. And they're like, oh. hey, I should have blocked that. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's a note I've got. Uh, mm. Sorry to interrupt. But um, mm. do you think Carl Weathers looks a bit odd in it? He looks like really sort of, his skin's really matte. It looks like he's been de-aged by Marvel. He, he's, everyone in this is very wet all mm. of the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very, I think it was the, I think it was very fashionable at the time if you were muscly to look sweaty. Yeah. 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 Because mm. it came from, um, the uh, the Mr. World competitions, the the weightlifting, you would get oiled uh. up to highlight your. Uh, I read Schwarzenegger's autobiography. I don't read the magazines, oh, yeah. but um, yeah, you used to. Everyone used to get oiled up because that's what made it really highlighted your uh, sculpted bits and bobs. Yeah, because obviously yeah. that's that's a big thing in Predator, isn't it? They're in a humid environment, so everyone. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're fucking yeah. <laughs> famously not humid Philadelphia. <laughs> then this film's like Top Gun, where everybody's. Looks like they're carrying a Hoover a fucking fridge on their back. Everyone's just <laughs> yeah. sweating profusely, and they are in this. When Drago comes up through the floor in the exhibition bout, he's just covered oh, yeah, in sweat, just drenched already, isn't it? Mm. Everyone's everyone who gets their top off is immediately just got a, a sheen of yeah. uh, perspiration on them. Whereas you know, Bert Young behind the scenes mm. is the sweatiest man on set, mm. <laughs> without a doubt. Just Except maybe this... when you know Francis Ford Coppola come to visit his sister. That's the only two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he approaches the robot, that starts to sweat somehow. <laughs> we should point out as well that this film's directed by Sylvester Stallone. And written, isn't it? Yeah, he, did, he directed. He di- Quote marks on fucking yeah, both those yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I think he struggled to get a credit really <laughs> with the, with yeah. the uh, WGA. But yeah, he he wrote and directed two, three, and four. Hmm. And he wrote and directed six. <laughs> Yeah. That's Rocky Balboa, right? Yeah. Is that any good? I haven't seen that one. I don't like but it. I, 
You don't like Balboa, do you? No, I don't like. That it. was the only one I came back and went. Oh, I do quite like this one actually. One and two I like. Three and four, are f- three and four are stupid, but actually, oh, I love very three. palatable. I love three. And five mm. I don't like at all. No. Rocky Balboa was like I really like this, and then Creed I liked. I liked Creed a lot. I think Creed is what you should have done with Rocky F- Balboa. Yeah, I can see that. That's a more interesting. I remember story. the premise of Balboa being fucking stupid, but I enjoyed it. It's stupid. It's t- they get two computers to fight each other, and it's like, oh, Rocky Balboa won. And he's like, oh, well, maybe I'll fight in real life again. No. <laughs> remember that film 16 years ago when you got a massive brain aneurysm? Mm. No, mm. and neither does anyone else. No. That, that, oh, okay. that is not as stupid a reason to fight as this film. I'll, I'll say that. This film's no, about this revenge. Is a stupid fuck. <laughs> Yeah. You don't have revenge in Adrian would be like, Are you right? If you do this, I'll fucking leave you. Well, that's pretty much what she says. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't though. No. It's an empty she threat. comes she comes for a visit, like, oh it's nice probably, it's like Switzerland. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Because <laughs> she had loads of air miles left. <laughs> so he says to Rocky. I've got to get rid of the smell of robot lubricant and jizz. Yeah. So I, left I can't outside. I can't stand the house. All I hear all night is fucking poorly grunting. <laughs> I'm clanging <laughs> like fucking metal Mickey orgies. Actually, to be fair, um, Paulie comes to Russia, doesn't he? So <coughs> that's me. Shut up. Uh, anyway, so he agrees he's going to help Apollo, hmm. and then they have a press conference where Apollo's being a bit Muhammad Ali, isn't he? He's been a this, bit this annoyed me. This bit did mm. because mm. he's saying like, "I'm going to beat this guy and kick his ass." He's, he's rubbish and shit. And then they mm. say, "Well, what if we win?" It? And he gets really offended. He gets really <laughs> like, upset. Mate, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, Rocky has a good joke, doesn't he? Because he says, "They say to him, what do you think he'd need to beat?'" And he goes, "Oh, I think he'd need a ladder." And I think that's a funny joke. That's a, that's not a bad line. And obviously, Drago just doesn't react at all, which is because he doesn't. And um, no. This is a film you said before Master the Universe where just alone said to the guy, you didn't give him any lines, did you? Yeah, <laughs> they said, we've, we've given him a, a part in a movie. Oh, you didn't give him any lines, though, did you? He's playing <laughs> He-Man. Oh. <laughs> in the He-Man movie. Yeah. Um, oh, let's do over the top. Um, so, yeah, so backstage at the Apollo. This is the line where I'm like, why would you write this down, right? Backstage at the Apollo... Creed goes, ah, oh, rock, I'm a stallion, I'm ready to eat nails. And he goes, oh, I don't think you should do that. They're slimy and they've got a, sh- a shell. And he's like, yeah. nuts, yeah. nails. It's like a Laurel and Hardy line. Yeah, it's very yeah. much it's Christmas special of a kid show. Yeah. Joke. Yeah. It's not snails. This it's was nails. written over a lunch, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can't believe You can tell written. because Rocky then goes, you know what? It's not too late to change your mind. It's, it, it, it is. It's like thousands <laughs> yeah. of people out there. <laughs> she said this cameras. a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, but then he comes out to Living in America. Now, this is implanted in my memory because I don't know if you guys remember. In the 80s, Jonathan King <clears throat> had a show called Entertainment USA. I know of it, yes. And he used to, it was him just going around America, but there would always be a section yeah. where he'd show you a forthcoming film in America that we wouldn't get for like a fucking year. And what he showed was the Living in America sequence. Right. Which I still love to this day. It's brilliant. It's insane, though. Got nothing to do with Rocky Four. It's literally just James Brown doing a music video. Yeah. Why is there a bull in this? Did I miss something there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because there's all all the symbolism of America. And, you know, weird red-eyed zombie bulls. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a Las Vegas thing. I don't know. I think it's it's probably got some sort of bull nickname that I missed. Um, Apollo. I don't know. Bull. I'll look it up now. Oh, maybe it's a Minotaur thing. Maybe it's a Minotaur thing. Like Greek gods, maybe. 
Oh, who knows? That's it's, a bit high bro for this summer crowd, isn't it? It is a bit. Um, uh. Yeah, so he dances about with James Brown, which is great. And as I say, the robot went on tour with James Brown's, which is fun. Mm. <laughs> what do you? What's your takeaway from the film, James Brown? I took a robot. <laughs> mm. I took it on tour. I kept all my cocaine in it. I kept it in a secret really compartment at the back. Yeah. <laughs> it came out looking like uh, wallpaper paste, but it was tasty. <laughs> Tasted oh, like chorizo. Oh, <laughs> now I wanted to read out how Apollo's introduced. You were talking earlier about too many nicknames. Mm. Apollo is known as, and I quote, the master of disaster, the king of sting, the dancing destroyer, the prince of punch, and this is when you know there's no fuel left in the tank, the count of Monte Fisto. That's not a boxing name, is it? That is an act. <laughs> that's that's yeah. how he made his money before he got big. <laughs> the Count of Monte Fisto. What is he? What is he even? What even does that mean? Weirdly, these were also Stephen Hendry's nicknames when he was still playing Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Prince of Punch was pushing it, but the Count yeah. of Monte Fisto does. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's yeah. just, it's just bereft of anything. <laughs> that's what his film career isn't it? But you can't buy the videos. You have to go through the curtains at the back of the shop to get those ones. Although there's a good bit here, like when he goes, because uh, I saw this at the cinema. And I remember this bit when he's like, come on, man, have fun. We're going to have a good time. And he goes to punch Drago's hands down as they do in boxing. But it's just boom, rigid. Yeah. And Drago has his, his, his first line. You will lose. You will lose. Yes. And I haven't seen it, but in Creed 2, Drago comes back. Yes. he's a, His son a, fights. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, yeah. i, I got to do that movie. Yeah. yeah Apollo's son. Fights Dragos then, yeah. That's, mm. uh... I avoided that because the first Creed was written by, um, oh God, what's his name? The guy who did Black Panther. Ryan Coogler. Ryan, Ryan Coogler. He Coogler. also directed Creed and it's it's quite classy, you know. And then I saw when Creed 2 was coming out, I read um, what the plot was, Drago and his son. And I was like, all oh, right. And I looked and the screenplay was co-written by Stallone. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to bother with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. he didn't get very good reviews no and then they did the third one without him and he got very upset didn't he he did loads of Instagram and, posts saying that Erwin Winkler was a piece of shit well Erwin Winkler gave you a chance in 1976 for mm. fuck off mm. you'd have had nothing without Erwin Winkler yeah Erwin Winkler by they, the way I'm just saying Erwin Winkler wrote a really good autobiography about two years ago it's a very good read if you're film fans oh yeah he's a very interesting I'm sure man. I was a film fan before I saw Rocky IV Hmm. It's over now. <laughs> it's over now. Yeah. Now, now you like editing. Mixed feelings. <laughs> so the fight starts, and Apollo's kind of, you know, doing his butterfly feet and jabbing. I'll I'll chip in here because um, hmm. I was at boxing training uh, mere hours ago. Oh my god! Yeah, you got more insight. Yes, and I mentioned this hmm. to my boxing trainer, my friend Gareth, and hmm. he he's very aware of this film. Uh, most boxing fans are, hmm. and the boxing the, the boxing itself is. Uh, I think the word he tried it was shocking, as in it's uh, right. t- very, very bad. Um, there's no actual form or technique in this, which is, makes any sense from a box. This is sporting wise. This is equivalent of like watching them about football and they keep picking the ball up and running with it, um, right? Because mm. they're not doing anything right at all. Uh, the Rocky but it films, looks good on screen because the Rocky films are basically like kind of the Star Wars of boxing, aren't they? Because it's like not many boxing films are this famous. And... Yes, exactly. So yeah. boxing, boxing uh, supporters have a mixed feelings about it. Of 
make the sport far more well known and celebrated, but mm. it's a terrible portrayal of what they try to do. So yes, uh, the boxing every every fight in this is uh, by boxing technical standards appalling. So I'd like to or Apolloing. Oh, I'd like to have asked him if Stallone's way too small to be a heavyweight champion. I mentioned that he said uh, he looks it because obviously we don't know how big he's buff in this. He is like oh, he's just too buff. Because in the first one, in the first one, he looks quite because you know heavyweights sometimes look a bit flabby. Yeah, because they've got a lot of muscle bulk and bulk and that. In the first one, he looks big. In this one, he looks like a dwarf. Yeah, yeah. his muscles are too big. You make him wider, don't they? So he's yeah. Sort of but he's also, I think I remember him saying at one point he was like 0% fat. It was really low. It was like something like mm. 3% fat. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. And the bit in this when he's doing that thing where he's lifting himself up from his shoulders and pointing his feet in the air, he just looks like he's about three foot tall. Yeah, he gets called small a lot, this, doesn't he? Yeah. It's a title referred to often. Yeah, but he doesn't look like a heavyweight boxer. He looks like Barry McGuigan. <laughs> Who was like a fucking paperweight, wasn't he? Yeah. Wasn't Dolph Lundgren actually a champion kickboxer? Yes. Yeah. And didn't he sort of break someone's... Again, he like hit Sylvester Stallone so That's hard right, in yeah. this that he had to go to hospital. Yeah. Because he'd he basically was... worried he'd given him a heart attack. Yeah, he almost killed him Houdini style, didn't he? So, yes. Uh... Yeah. yeah. And apparently Carl Weathers and him didn't talk because when they were doing the sparring, Dolph Lundgren wasn't pulling his punches. Well... Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I like what the reviewers were like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, this film I forgot to mention at the beginning. It's got the worst opening title sequence because you've got those two robotic arms. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. Yes. Fucking dreadful. It's like a, it's like a, sort of a, one of those American car adverts, isn't it? For, yeah. For, for a used car lot or something. It's like a Mattel robot battling game. Mm. Yeah. Rocky Four from Kenner. <laughs> Anyway, uh, long story short, um, Drago kills Apollo Creed in the ring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've just yeah. done what the, the whole third act does to the Rocky. Like, anyway, long story short, fucking someone dies. And Drago yeah. says, if he dies, he dies. Yeah, in front of all the press and everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's been subtle about it. No yeah. one, Columbo would be like, fucking, I, know what, I got no more questions, <laughs> fucking take him in. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Just that when he you... did it, we saw him do it he just seemed glad he did it my wife's a big fan of the English language now when you said if he dies, he dies it's Apollo's funeral John, you should definitely do a podcast about Columbo yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it thinking about it so it's Apollo's <laughs> funeral. Rocky's there and his aviators, and then we have another press conference. And is he the best person to do a eulogy? Like no, Rocky, really. yeah. he's just, he's a friend of mine. He taught me all he knows. His food in the vestry, and so on. I seen him eat three pies in one sitting. You see, with the dog, he threw the balls, but then he came back and the balls were still in his hand. And he did that. And, and then he. Just rambling on. Uh, some, say, some people say he made love to that dog. I wouldn't say that, of course. Yeah. But, uh, Have you seen Polly's robot? <laughs> Imagine if the robot was going around distributing Kleenex out of his tits. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm. You must be so sad. <laughs> Have one of Polly's tissues. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Rock, you yeah. might not want to wipe your nose on that if you know what I mean. I've been, uh, I've been getting very emotional if you know I what I mean. I don't think anybody's that sad. Yeah. The robot's just wheeling itself around looking like a big papier-mâché. Just pull one of these off. Aww. Not the first time I've said that this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If um, anything, I want to. I hope that there's a a Rocky 4.5 that's just the robot story. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's, yeah. It's more there's a twist coming up, which uh, which took me by surprise. I'll point out when we get there. Oh, please do, because hmm. after the funeral, Rocky has a press conference and says, "I'm going to fight Drago." Not only that, I'm going to fight him in Russia on <laughs> Christmas Day for no money. <laughs> no money. It's free. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Because I tell you why, Dean. Because he's got to get bloody revenge. Killed his yes. friend. <laughs> oh. I guess that. Um... Also, again, he's arranged a press conference. The whole like national media is there, yeah. and the Russians, and they yeah. won't agree to this. At this point, he hasn't told Adrian. He hasn't told his wife. No. Which <laughs> you think would be? She gets told by the press who appeared outside her car. And then she gets home and she says to him, "Look, it's suicide, Rocky." And then she says, "You can't win." And he's like, oh, right, well, I'm going to bloody get in my car and think about all the previous three films. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. To the song, There's No Easy Way Out. I had the, the soundtrack song, right? when I was little. It's the whole song, isn't it? You yeah, get, it is. You get the full thing. There's no easy way out. If you out. told me it was the full song twice, I'd believe you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. it, it's just... I, think I did tune out. You do At this hear point, a... when I realised it was montages, I, I, I tune it out a bit You now. do get to the end of the end of the song, you hear a needle pick up and then go back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> There's no easy way. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like John Peel doing Teenage Kicks. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Let's have it again. <laughs> oh, that was sick. Survivor with There's No Easy Way Out. Now here's You Bastard with You Killed Apollo. <laughs> 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 um... Yeah, so we we watched footage from the previous three films, the balls on them to do this. Yeah, and this film. It's mad. We yeah. see recaps from six minutes ago. Yeah, when he gives yeah. her the cake. Yeah. In case anyone's gone for a piss or something, they'll come back. Fucking mental. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? Can you, any other film doing that, you'd be like, what the fuck? But yeah. it's this film, you're like, well, that's fair enough. You enjoy that bit with Apollo died, or here it comes again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could if he just popped up in the front of it and just went, Look, this is where I met Adrian. She was working <laughs> in a pet shop. She wore glasses. A narrated version of Rocky's life. This is where I fought apart. This is Mr. And then another guy, Rocky huh? pops up and goes, Look, this rock me from five minutes ago. <laughs> Talking about things from the other Rocky films. It is like an American TV show now, isn't it? when they have the adverts and then they. They say today on this show they give you mm. three minutes of what's coming, mm. yeah, like three minutes of actual content and an advert. Then previously on the on mm. the first half of the show, here's a three minute recap, here's three minutes more footage, and then uh, next week we have, and then they, yeah, so they really squeeze some mileage out of it, don't they? I think they should have brought in the California raisins to do an old motel. <laughs> Why not? Mm. Why not at this point? Mm. We'll have them <laughs> at Las Vegas. Yeah, they should have joined, joined James Brown on stage. If if this film was British, though, I mean, you'd have had, like, I don't know, who was the big boxer at the time? Frank Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> Bruno fighting Tyson. And the fucking Wurzels do the <laughs> Living in England song beforehand. Living in Dorset. <laughs> Living in Somerset. <laughs> <laughs> Got, uh, nice big tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I feel 
like drinking some cider. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've got to carry on because this film's just too packed. Um, so Ro- Rocky travels to the <clears throat> Soviet Union, which I read was filmed <clears throat> in Canada. Yeah, it's got like it looks Canadian. I mean, I've, mm. I haven't seen the Russian mountains, but um, it does look like a lot of North American stuff you see. Yeah. So this is where I'm. I've got a problem here because the Russians are like, right, well, you've come here to train. Here's a shed in the middle of nowhere with no equipment in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which apparently, which which he asked for. Oh, did he? Did he ask for yeah, nothing? He, he, he keeps saying like, "I just want to get away from everything." And, uh, yeah, but you'd want focus. basic equipment, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we took you literally at your words. Imagine if they'd a fucking <laughs> human centipeded um, fucking Paulie into the shape of a bicycle, <laughs> just sit on Paulie's back and pedal his hands. <laughs> While he's, he's got a bike wheel going up his ass. <laughs> I did for of, this uh, rock. There's a bit of business with Paul, even when they turn about the big the big cabin place and mm. uh, he's outside in the snow going, What what is this? Where's my where's the TV? And just falls over in the snow a bit. Just a, uh, just a, just a bit of wacky Paulie banter antics. Why would you bring a man who doesn't like you? And we seem to serve no purpose. He's listening to Chipmunk's records though. Yeah, he doesn't say and uh, and Duke, who we haven't mentioned before now, is playing chess with one of the Russian oh, I love Duke. guards. He's great. He, but he he's... also says to Rocky that, um, uh, where is it? I've got it here. Um, he says, uh, he said he actually raised Apollo and that his hmm. death felt like a father losing his son. And he says, um, I think I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I want to go back home and get buried with him. <laughs> No, he says uh, he, he's got his faith in Rocky that'll emerge victorious, but that poorly bicycle's got to go. Because <laughs> it's night if you uh, And it stinks of jizz. <laughs> he's constantly ejaculating every time you pedal. Yeah. He's like one of those little cartoons with the steam train with the little puff puff coming out, but it's coming, out <laughs> coming out of his knob. It's like somebody's so. constantly open Roald Dahl's right in shed. <laughs> <laughs> Just... It's like that river from Ghostbusters 2, but white. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, so when we get training montage number one. <laughs> yeah, the first of yeah. several. <clears throat> Contrast. Super advanced Russians against the salt of the American. How are they super advanced? Because it looks like, oh, well, he's basically just running and a Commodore 64 we've set up next to him is going to keep doing that. Well, he keeps saying, doesn't he? He keeps saying Drago is pinnacle of human evolution. The Rockies. small man. Because we see him being injected with steroids. No, unless that's liquid spinach, like she said. Liquid spinach, like Popeye, she says. Which is coincidentally what Stallone does when he makes love to Bridget Nielsen. They were married at this point, weren't they? Well, at this point. Although they met here. Maybe they met here. They were married in Cobra, I know that much. Which you haven't seen yet, have you, Dan? We still haven't seen Cobra. Yeah, we should do Cobra. I've seen that twice, and I had the video game as a kid. Oh, I love love it, both. It's great. Really good. You know what this... Is it Bridget Nielsen or Brigitte? Why are we saying it? I think it's Bridget. Bridget Nielsen. I I was curious yesterday to see if she was still with us, because you can never tell anymore. (laughs) She is. I looked at her on Instagram, and I was (laughs) was like, I wonder... Because they're not still married, I knew that. And I Googled it, and she's married some other bloke. And I looked up his Instagram, and it's a man who looks constantly terrified. He's about he's he's ten he's ten or fifteen years younger. He's about a foot shorter, and he's got a death in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
She oh she bends in like Paulie is a bike every night. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. This reminds me. Was it uh, which film? Which Bond film was it with Dolph Lundgren's in with Grace Jones? Beauty to a Kill. Beauty to a Kill. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Didn't they disturb Roger Moore a lot with it? They did. They were making love next door. Yeah, and listening to loud pop music. He had to go and tell him to tone it down. They must have been loud together. Those two. Yeah, very impressive physical specimen. Right. Look, I like it nice time as much as anybody else, but your music's too bloody loud. Just turn it down at once. <laughs> if you ever, if you want fancy a laugh, look Google um, Grace Jones Dolph Lundgren as a couple. They did lots of fun photo shoots together, wearing little leather pouches and things. Very strange. Oh, God Almighty! Yeah. Have you done it? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. I'm just it's the sort of thing you got. You just know in your heart if you're in that relationship, it's not going to be forever. Do you really want to do a photo shoot? <laughs> like you can, you, know, you can't. If you're Dolph Lundgren, you're not looking at Grace Jones going, "This is my forever home." No, <clears throat> but I think they just had a lovely time, and I love that for them. That's oh, Jesus wept. What? Who does that? <laughs> I'm looking at it now. They look like they fucking like ah oh, right. If anyone asks, we decided to dress like this. It's not that it was wash day. We only had bin bags left. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, right. I've probably told the story but my friend went to see Roger Moore live doing his spoken you know he's doing his night about his book hmm. and then someone asked him what he thought about Grace Jones he went oh yeah Grace Jones very nice bloke <laughs> yeah. Yeah. ideal <laughs> oh Rog um, so he does his training montage to the dee 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 so at one point he'll be he'll be helping a wagon and we'll cut to Drago lifting like Russian mm. things Russian thing. Wait, John. Wait. Like high tech Russian things. Yeah. It's a a historical question. This is eighty five. So, was the was the perception in America that the USSR was like ahead of them or advanced or because in hindsight we know they were. I I don't think they knew. Put up a front. I think I think this is a genuine sort of. This is what they're like there. That's a good point. Mid eighties. There was a lot of time that they were like. Like even Top Gun is like, okay, this is the MiG twenty nine. It's more faster and more nimble than ours. Mm. And like, I'm not sure anything was that great coming out of Russia at the time. No. Yeah, but they, they presented a good sort of veneer of it all, didn't they? They sort of kept things under control, so they gave the idea that they were equally advanced. But wasn't that yeah. famously what the Iraqis struggled with in the Gulf War? Sorry, everybody, but didn't all a lot of the weapons that Saddam had were bought from Russia and they were rubbish? Mm. Yeah, I seem or to remember that being yeah. a fact. Um. Yeah, I mean, what year was Chernobyl? Because Chernobyl's supposed Eight, to be... That was 86. 86, so a year after this, that was supposed to be... I what? think that was, yeah. I think 86 was the moment the West kind of went, oh, these fuckers yeah. might not know what they're doing. <laughs> well, Gorbachev, <laughs> at the end of the Chernobyl series, <coughs> Gorbachev said that Chernobyl was what killed the Soviet Union. As Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. That, not uh, 1987's Rocky Four, but it was close. <laughs> and also, whoever drew... Just devastated. Whoever drew on his head when he was asleep... <laughs> He was lying under a table and someone dropped a bit of red ink. Oh, it was Paulie. He, 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 oh, he finally admitted too much. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's gone red. I'm not going to do the joke I was going to do. Um, so yeah. then I feel really sorry for the Gorbachev actor in this. He was, <laughs> based on looking vague like Gorbachev, he's in two of the bigger films of the late 80s. Mm. And then I was going to say... I'm, it's tapered off a lot since then, I, I would say, work-wise. Say, and this sounds really stupid, but I was thinking, I've seen him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not because he's Gorbachev, it's because he was in Naked Gun. Yeah, he's in Naked Gun. <laughs> and that's when he rubs his head out, it comes off, and he goes, I knew it. 
There was, I, there was, because I feel sorry for two people with the naked gun. Mm. Him, because he, the, but the other job he got was this. Mm. Then there's the woman who plays the queen in the naked gun, and the only other job she ever got was a sooty show once. Oh yeah, Jeanette Charles. She was always Jeanette busy. Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she really? Mm. When did she keep going? Was she in everything? She was in everything as the queen. Yeah. She was oh, in good Aliens. Like that, I can't believe you know it. <laughs> Get away from her, you bitch! Oh hello. Oh, I know Jeanette Charles. Yeah, because she was just in everything. She's been so many things as the Queen. Oh, that's lovely. She's still with us. Yeah. So she outlived oh. the Queen. Yeah, I think she may have to try and take it. <laughs> when the Queen died, she was sad because oh, well, that's my career gone. I suppose. Yeah, it's like that. It's like Phil Cool when Rick Mail and Rolf Har- Rick Mail died and Rolf Harris got put in prison. He's like, that's my whole act. <laughs> yeah, because that was the only thing stopping from Phil Cool from being famous. Still, wasn't it? that's right. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, I might as well give it up. Oh God. Yeah. Um, um, so, I, I'm related. I'm just look, I'm looking at IMDb to see look up the guy who plays Gorbachev. I couldn't oh, yeah. find it, but mm. James Brown is credited, and his uh, character he's playing is just called the Godfather of Soul on IMDb. Oh, well, there you go. That's like the Italian Stallion all over again. Yeah. It? <laughs> not, just quickly call him not, James Brown. He's not James Brown in this. He's the Godfather of Soul. <laughs> no, I disagree. He is James Brown. <laughs> He's very method, if, if so. And there you go. There's the British one. It would be Benny Hill playing the Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Rocky gets back from his workout. His honest workout, we should say, because he doesn't do any drugs. Mm. Oh, yes, and Adrian's good. waiting for him. And he yes. says, I, I thought you didn't like me anymore. And she's like, well, if you're going to die, I might as well turn up and have a look. <laughs> what she says. Your, your dialogue's a bit better than the one we yeah. get. She says, oh, I can't remember what she says now. I zoned out. She's basically uh, with like, till the end or something? With you till the end. Plus, yeah. plus, you know, gagging for it. <laughs> <laughs> that robot well, keeps looking at me when I'm asleep. Well, it's the thing, this is the, the twist <clears throat> I was mentioning that I thought I've been a, I'll write this down, it'll be a funny joke for the guys. Like, so Rocky's here, Adrian's here, Paulie's here in Russia, Duke's mm. here. Who's looking after the kid? It must be the robot. Ha, he is ha, the ha. robot. Later we see he is the robot <laughs> who's babysitting. Yeah. And that's a film I want to see. A robot yeah. babysitting. And it's dressed as Santa towards the end. Yeah. Who did it, that? It, who the fuck knows put that hat on? They do yeah. have a um, maid though, don't they? So maybe the maid's there as well. Oh, that's less fun. Because earlier on she says there's a call from Mr. Creed. I assume she's the maid, unless she's a random woman that's just walked in. Follows yeah, on the phone. Ah, uh... oh, thanks. Who the fuck are you? I was just, <laughs> I was just running past, jogging. And, um, answered your Polly phone. let me in. Yeah. Oh, God, what was he doing? I think he was trying to get something out of the robot. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> or vice versa, if you know what I mean. You want something from it. Yeah. Uh, mm. I, I tell you what, I think, I think he's shagging that robot. <laughs> What's yeah. his name again? Clive. I shouldn't be telling Clive. this to be honest because you're just a stranger but Clive a woman who's just wandered in following the smell of robot spunk <laughs> I thought I thought there was a fire <laughs> shouldn't tell you this but he is doing it in the streets <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not exactly private anymore probably is a fire because like last week I went and his pubes had gone up <laughs> short circuit you know what the robot from short circuit yeah he was he was bumming him <laughs> so having a three way <laughs> How'd you bum the robot from short circuit? No, no, literally no. his head. No, Paulie, cables. Was the, Paulie was in the middle. Uh, what? He was being sit roasted. <coughs> but but if the one from oh, if yeah. Johnny Five, it's yeah. just going to roll over your legs and move back a bit and go that achieved nothing. Yeah. That's why the it next does time have, Paulie's in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> it does have that flip out box which has the, the sort of the Robocop type or R two D two style 
prongs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Did anyone so. watch Short Circuit recently? Not no, for a not while. It came on Prime quite recently and I watched it with my childhood brain of what a fun film. It's fucking dreadful. Oh, is yeah. it really? That's a yeah. shame. Well, it's got Fisher Stevens for a start, isn't it? So that's uh, always bad. Uh, grips, grips at the collar. <laughs> <laughs> Fisher yeah. Stevens, I don't know if you've seen him lately, he's in quite a lot of things. He's got the smallest neck I've ever seen. <laughs> I I feel bad. He's in succession at the minute. Yes. Oh, wow. And well, he, yes. And he quite is. A, quite a step up. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got a massive. Well, he's got a normal size head, but no neck. No neck. Worth speaking of. He's literally in that. So I married an axe murderer. He says it's like a watermelon on a toothpick. <laughs> he's literally head. From... But you know, and I listen. Hmm. I do, listen. I believe love is a real thing. But the fact because he's a shambles now, and the fact that he had a he used to go with Michelle Pfeiffer, and I don't no, think that's fair. Yeah. Oh, shut up! No, he didn't. No, it's yeah. the Mario film. Yeah, that that was deeply, yeah. deeply dis- disheartening. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she looks the same. Yeah, yeah she does. Yeah. It's eerie. Bloody hell! <clears throat> and he was wandering around in the eighties, pretending to be Indian. Uh, maybe that's what she liked, but that seems disappointing. Well, I'm sure he's a long, tiny neck, isn't he? So I'm, I'm, sure sure we've, <laughs> I'm sure we've had this <laughs> really tiny neck. It's weird. I'm sure we've had this conversation, but I was convinced he was Indian. I, I, yeah, when I was yeah, a kid, yeah. Was a kid, yeah, yeah, never questioned it. I didn't mean last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tell you what, he's only doing a very good American accent in succession, isn't he? That Indian actor. <laughs> <laughs> what would, what would, if <laughs> Fisher Stevens' boxing nickname be? <laughs> oh, God. oh, God, it'd be the uh, Johnny Bighead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got a rhyme, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the uh, Dreadhead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm. The wreck with a neck. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, well, let's not think of that on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the mean string bean? Isn't it? Yeah, that's Is not, that bad. not bad. Not yeah. um, bad. <laughs> jo- Johnny Mellon Gellan. There you go. Lovely story. <laughs> so um, Adrian turns up, and now Rocky trains again. Montage number two. Yeah. To Hearts on Fire. Hearts on montage two and montage fire. harder, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, this one, he goes fucking OTT, old seals, because he lifts up them rocks, picks mm. up a wagon with Duke, Paulie, and uh, Adrian in it. And Talia Shire, bless her, has to put on a brave face while she's sitting in a wagon with two other men squashing her. Mm. While while Sloane picks it up with a fake beard on. It's fake, isn't it? Yeah, and then he ends the montage with running to the top of the mountain and shouting, Drago. That winds me right up. He runs up the top of the mountain mm. in a full fur-lined jacket. Mm. Mm. You wouldn't... Because the thing is, I know you've got to stay warm because it's, you know, tax-free Canada that they're mm. filming in. Mm. But still, you don't go jogging in a full leather coat. But no. he, he doesn't train anything else. That, it's been like weeks he's been wearing the same thing. That thing's going to stink like Paulie. Oh, absolutely <laughs> stinks. It's more like Paulie's dirt box. <laughs> yeah, there's no sense in the passage of time other than the beard. No. It should have. And even then, it's a proper shit. It's a proper um, uh, Steve, what's his name from Radio? He's a proper Steve Wright beard. Really, like, oh, yeah. too black. Mm, too Suspiciously black. <laughs> yeah. black beard. Sprayed yeah. on beard, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, you should have him run to the top of the mountain and shout Drago and then it cut to Drago in the bath or over the pool or something and just hearing it come through the window and go, yep. <laughs> what? Or opening his door and going, hello? 
sits down again. <laughs> Picks up his Russian paper, yeah. learns about the shark which escaped. Yeah. Yeah, and then because he, yeah. he shouts it again, doesn't he? So he sits down with the paper. Three and he times goes, he does. Yeah, he goes. Oh, no. He's like, folds the paper annoyedly, goes to the front door, opens it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Still no one what? There. Goes to shut the door. The next Drago lilts in, and he's like going out to the front to drive now with the mailboxes, just looking around, going, "Someone's playing silly buggers." He should say yeah. that as well. Someone, someone's playing silly yeah, buggers just... here. <laughs> Cut to him on a psychiatrist's couch going, I keep hearing voices. What's this? Just my name once every 20 minutes. Someone broke me. It's, it's really odd. I'll be honest. I'm getting a bit freaked out by it because every time I go to put on um, Antiques Roadshow, we know where the R's are backwards because I'm in Russia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I hear this voice just flying through the window and... Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just really I was watching off. Last of the Winter Wine. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Last of the Winter Wine with the foggy and the cleggy and yeah. the compo. And the, is, is the two, they run down the hill in a bath mm. and then they sell it for scrap. Yeah. They're obsessed yeah. with the, the only way to make money. <laughs> Nora, Nora Betty, her name is. She is from Leningrad. Yeah. She, she is capitalist. She, she tells Compo to follow Turo. And then there's a, there's a man called Walt, Volta. And he gets better clothes. That's the insane thing. Volta is having an affair with a decadent woman from the West. And they go into a field and they make love. With sore herd watches on. Uh, Drago. It was again. Did you hear that? <laughs> Sorry, I just gone for a cup of tea. Oh, you missed it. <laughs> anyway, I'm cancelling these sessions. They are doing me no good. I'm going to well, go yeah, good school. luck finding somebody else in Russia to talk about Last of Summer Wine with, mate. Because all you do is come in here every week and describe last night's episode of Last of Summer Wine and then complain about a voice in your head. Well, it was very, very 50 funny. quid. They went to a library and they talked about, um, they talked about what life is all about. And I could not agree more with them, to be honest. Anyway, I'm going to make Red Scorpion. Um, <laughs> so before the match begins... Which is what Paulie calls it. <laughs> uh, before the match begins, Balboa is the first to enter and there's a very hostile crowd. But then... Total inversion of the American one, that one, Drago just stood there in the ring like a lemon. Yeah. Now there's big celebration around him and now this is... Now this is what When he comes into the ring... Yeah. Yes, go on. Well, he gets his own, like living in America, but you know, done by um, the, the keyboard player from Genesis for ten quid. <laughs> yeah, that's really um, cheap. Tony Banks, and um, <laughs> now you'd think I was that man and stood in that ring with this music going on, and I didn't like it. You'd think I wouldn't do that because it was it Tyson that didn't have didn't have music to come on to. Pretty sure when Tyson was it back in the day, he used to just walk on. With these black trunks and everyone was getting all flamboyant like wrestling and having entry music and silly trunks mm. and, and Tyson was very much like just wearing black and having no music I might be wrong correct me if I'm wrong but you'd think Drago carrying a thermos because he's at work oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and not knowing about no I won't say that because Tyson uh, rides in in the bathtub is <laughs> 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 that's why he came <laughs> he came in a little three wheeler he was Tyson independent <laughs> traders uh, anyway, so Drago has a bit of a dramatic intro, and then the fight begins, and he says, "I must break you." Oh, the bit that bothers me about this, which I thought you were going to mention, is on mm. as Rocky's walking in, you got the 
the American commentators were sound British. I don't know what mm. that's about because obviously all the media's there for this unsanctioned fight. Well, these are the same commentators <laughs> that are in every Rocky film. Yeah, yeah, same mm. guys. But but they're saying oh, Rocky well, walks into the ring. He is stone faced. This is not yeah. bothering me. A, they can't. They clearly can't see him really. And B, he's not stone faced. He looks around yeah. quite worried. Yeah. So they, they just commented something which isn't happening, and it's really distracting. And that's when Paulie says, "You know, I've had problems with you in the past, Rock, but I'm sorry. And also, uh, I've been fucking that robot, and it's been really good." Oh. <laughs> yeah, no bother, no. It's been really good though, Rock. I've got no friends. <laughs> and he's like, "Just get the fuck off me, you disgusting man." Um, so he goes into the ring. He goes into the ring, and then they have uh, the, the the next montage to the. Uh, mm. Because they've built up this point. That Rocky's strategy is to just let Drago hit him and not fall over and not die. Wow. Which which is something you can't really train for, I'll say that. But He's getting punched to every part of his body very hard by a man that's just killed someone. Yeah, with like five punches, essentially. Yeah, you'd think Duke or even Paulie would be like, you know what, you might want to put your guard up now and then. Just so you know, because this man oh, yeah. killed someone. Both have done other guard up at all. The 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 stance is uh, woeful. So yeah, he's literally yeah. just yeah yeah exactly. He's literally just walking into punches, <laughs> and he takes him because Rocky's thing is always like he takes them to the end of the the match. Mm. He, you know, from the first film onwards, it's always you know apart from I think two and three, there's a knockout. So I'm talking shit. Well, technical knockout. Anyway, so he takes takes Drago all the way to the end. Because uh, I'm skipping over loads here, but we don't need to talk through the box. No. <laughs> no. Um, and the punch lot doesn't fall down enough. That's essentially what happens. He does knock down Drago in the end, doesn't he? Yeah. In the last last round. Uh, Drago has the Russian line of, um, he's not a man, he's a piece of iron. Yeah. And then he picks up the Prime Minister, is it a Gorbachev, and just throws him up to the ring. Oh, no, he's, he's, um, he's like the, uh, what's it called? Head of Sports Minister or... type thing. Yeah, either way. Important yeah. Russian man in the USSR. Which, he literally you know, picks him up by the throat. With yeah. yeah. a boxing glove on, which is impressive. Mm, very impressive. Mm. Um, and then he, Rocky wins, and then um, he says, during this fight, he doesn't say it like this. Oh, also, but also, yeah. by the by, the time he started beating him, the mm. crowd's on his side. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And they go, oh, they like him now. Mm. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been? I don't know if you ever been to a Wales England match, right? <laughs> yeah. But by you know, oh, these English boys, they do well. Go on, boys. Yeah. That's imagine, never happened fucking once. Well. Try and imagine we were actually at war with them. Yeah. Someone would say, everybody who likes Rocky, you can go home in this truck, and it takes them to the middle of the woods and just. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember Glenn Wool and Frank, you've all talked about this, this exact film. They're saying at the end of one of those 80s, you know, what happened to the characters after you know, the credits roll? They have like a still image and they say, Ever, he went to university and this one married and. Uh, but they literally said, uh, This one went to the gulag. Yeah. And that guy went to the gulag. <laughs> this this one, guy was shot in the gulag. <laughs> gulag, 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 gulag. Um, yes. Nigel Farage. Um, and Rocky says yeah. this during this fight I've seen a lot of changing the way you felt about me and in the way I felt about you in here there were two guys killing each other but I guess that's better than 20 million I guess what I'm trying to say is if I can change you can change everybody can change isn't that beautiful <laughs> so Gorbachev stands up and goes he's right you know 
End of war. End of war. <laughs> That's literally what it's saying. All the missiles, all the missile carriers and all the guns start firing flowers. <laughs> <laughs> a Russian bear comes out and cuddles poorly and then poorly bums it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, he stands up and he claps. Rocky ends his speech by wishing his son, watching the match on TV, Merry Christmas. And he raises his arms and we get that iconic photo that became the poster to the film of him wrapped in the American flag with his knob hanging out. <laughs> and that was the end of Rocky IV. It was. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It, look, mm. I, well, it went quick because I put this on last night thinking I'll just watch half an hour, mm. get out of the way. And I, I watched the whole thing and I was as shocked as anyone when it finished. Mm. They were like, it's only been 10 minutes mm. because we're so tuned into films with plots and that. Mm. That when that isn't there, your brain goes, it can't be an hour and a half. Fuck all's happened. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was. And I, I, at no point was I bored. At the same point, not much. I took about five notes mm. because there wasn't that much for me. It, I didn't think about it. At one point, I just wrote the word beard. Yeah. I, That's <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. I've, I've, I'll, tell you all my, I'll tell you all my notes. Go on. Giant zombie goat head, question mark. Oh, yeah, we've done that. Yeah, covered. Everyone Tick. keeps going, I can't believe the size of the Russian, but boxing has weight classes. Made that yep. point. Tick. Then it's just, like I say, beard. Tick. And then Mikhail Gorbachev lookalike, Nicky Gun, question mark. Tick. That's it. Yeah, good. Well, and that's all, all that. my notes. And I thought I got. And I thought by the time I got to that, I went. I'll probably write more notes when the film starts proper, and then the credits started. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to tell you, I went to see this as an eight-year-old at the cinema. I bloody loved it because it's like literally nothing to get worried about or concentrate on. No, yeah, it's, no. it's a very stirring film, isn't it? It does, yeah. does its job well in that regard. Well, I imagine <coughs> after Paulie's finished with the robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Also, I think I will say uh, something you mentioned in Rocky V, then. You get the impression that Stallone really likes being Rocky. Mm. He's like, he's, I think he's he enjoying does. being Rocky, isn't he? He's like I think much more than he does character. Rambo, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah Except to, Rocky doesn't get to punch Mexican drug dealers. <laughs> that we know of. Um Oh God! Well, I'll have to watch that at some point when I have completionist. What Rocky? No, six, first, Rambo blood. six or whatever. Yeah, last blood. Last yeah. blood. Yeah. I've heard it's awful, but mm. I haven't seen it yet. Well, only <clears throat> actually, I actually remember Rocky, uh, not Rocky Rambo, uh, John Rambo being. I quite enjoyed that. I remember. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that, mainly because it was incredibly gory. Oh yeah, it was. Wasn't it? Anyway, whose whose turn is it next week? I believe it's mine, Dean's. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, go on, Dean. Well, I... Uh, no, oh, I'm, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm in advance, but I picked a film that we all, we've all seen and all had very different reactions to, so I oh. uh, shoot myself in the foot because I'm really busy lately, but I said mm. we should do The Batman. Oh, oh God, I forgot you were going to do that. Uh, yeah, I'm oh. excited about that. Yes. Uh, so I, John I, loves it. I fucking... No. Mm. I mean, I'll watch I, it because it's my job, but yeah. Mm. And, I, and I was baffled by it, as in, okay. So between us, Ooh. we have... A breadth of opinions, which I think will be fun to share. Well, that is exciting, and remember, from this year onwards, we're going bi-weekly. Um, so we'll be back in two weeks on a Monday. Yeah, with totally the Batman. Yeah. So that's the twenty-third, isn't it? We're doing yes. the twenty-third, right? Okay. Fucking Batman. The Batman, and it's two <laughs> two hours forty-five minutes. Oh, yeah, you've God. already seen it. You can skip bits, can't you? Yeah, I mean, I've seen it like 
six times now. So. Has you really? Yeah, I saw it three times in the cinema. I, I've seen it once, and in fairness, I drifted off. Uh, but I'll, I'll try and stay awake this time. I saw it on a plane, and because I, I had nowhere else to go, so I was. Uh, I was you shouldn't, you watch shouldn't watch films and do woodwork. i've just woken up um brilliant well thank you very much it was it was it was fun talking about rocky four it was enjoyed and we'll see you in two weeks for the batman that's exciting uh until then speak to you soon uh what What am i talking about i'll leave you with my final thought (laughs) Yeah, yeah 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 if you're ever due to go to russia for a revenge bout of boxing remember to take the time to think about look in the reflections of the water the peaks of the mountains the air that we breathe and think about who is the real bad guy is it the person who killed your friend is it your pride goodbye
Machines to save our lives Machines dehumanize 